we'd like to welcome you back to our part two of our emergency freedom alerts for June 1st, 2021. Uh, gonna switch gears here, <clears throat> just to play a really quick clip of this movie that, um, I don't know, I saw it in one of the uh, <clears throat> emails that I got. And the movie's called Stink, okay? Weird name for a movie, but uh, it's a it's an hour and a half movie, and um, it's a documentary on the dangerous chemical ingredients found in everyday products. And this is just really good to know. I'm only going to play a couple minutes of this, and just to kind of like, if you want to explore it more, you can watch the whole movie there. Okay, when people keep secrets, it's usually for a reason. Uh. And that's how it starts out, that quote. John Dean, attorney to Richard Nixon. Now, who's, that's who said it. In America, we love products. We're lured by the clever advertisement, and we're suckers for product packaging. The vibrant colors and sexy shapes. And nothing is more important than this smell. I mean, who doesn't sniff a product before buying it? But if you ever wondered what chemicals are used to make your favorite products, keep wondering. Most manufacturers don't want you to know what's actually inside. In Latin, it's called caveat emptor. Buyer beware. I'm just trying to find out what kind of chemical they would put on a kid's pajamas. This information is considered proprietary to the company. Chemical used to manufacture many of the products that we use every day are never tested to find out if they're harmful. If you as a parent even know that it was in a product you were buying for your child. That's actually the biggest problem of all. My blood contains 175 chemicals linked to cancer. That's a news reporter saying that when she got a test done. And dare I say that's the norm. Her blood contained 175 chemicals linked to cancer. Because this is one of the main ways they've been for decades insidiously trying to kill us off. This is just one of the ways. This is a love story. <laughs> a mystery. The chemicals that are in the environment that are in our everyday products end up in our body. A crime drama. Chemicals are not tested in the lab to ensure they're safe. They are tested on all of us. A wake-up call. In the 1960s, a woman's lifetime risk of breast cancer was about 1 in 20. Today, it's 1 in 8. Wow. For those who have cancer, everything that can be done by government. A disease that has touched the life of nearly every American. You're just dumping all this toxic stuff into your bloodstream. And a farce. I take offense when anyone would even insinuate that our industry, you know, is supporting an increase in the body burden of chemicals. Where, where do you think we're headed? People think if something's in my shampoo or my toothpaste or my chair, surely someone is making sure it's safe. No one's made sure that it's safe. It's my story. A consumer warning this morning at Justice Stores. But it could be yours. He, he it got started with him because he bought these pajamas from Justice. They were sent to him, made in China, and they had this horrible smell. So he started to do all these inquiries regarding trying to find the chemicals. They wouldn't tell him. And eventually, he had to send them pajamas off to get analyzed. And there, I mean, it came back this horror story. And that was just on a pair of pajamas. Um, 
you know, laundry detergents are probably one of the worst of the worst of the worst offenders regarding this. Like I said previously, Taylor was using, I only buy like the really good, you know, chemical free type of, uh, I'm not going to say they're organic, but you know, those types of, of laundry detergents. Um, and, um, <clears throat> uh, you know, there's a lot of options out there, but when she switched over to what I was using, uh, I mean, it made a gigantic difference. She was having these chronic headaches. It just went away. I mean, it just went away. I mean, in fatigue issues and things of this nature. And I, I told her, I said, don't use that stuff. Don't use it. Don't use it. You know, but she had to learn on her own that that, you know, it was a big deal. Really, really, really big deal. When you, when you wear something that's, in these detergents and particularly if you're not doing a double rinse if you're just doing a one rinse i mean at least a double rinse you're going to get more of the chemicals out of the clothes they're still going to be in the clothes but it's going to be a little bit better you're you're just setting yourself up for disaster they're they're the skin is the largest organ in your body and it and it will absorb whatever you put on it to a certain extent and it's literally absorbing in from the clothes touching your skin 24-7. And, and you're building this cons this toxic, cancerous load that the liver and other organs have to deal with. And it's and that's just one thing, laundry detergent. That's just this documentary kind of gets into a, a whole bunch of uh, other things. So I, I wanted to make my listeners aware of that. Uh, <clears throat> then on a related note, chemical giants misled the FDA. This is a report that just came out. Consumers on health impact of forever chemicals in food packaging. And they're using these, what they call forever chemicals in food packaging as well. And that's a whole other subject, but there's a link to that report there. Uh, next report, Farmageddon. <clears throat> Microchip supply line collapse hits tractors and farm equipment. Just in case... You didn't realize the food supply problem could get any worse. Major tractor slash agricultural manufacturers are now unable to deliver new truck equipment to retailers because of the shortage of microchips. Now, that's also going on with a lot of the vehicles and trucks out there. I saw a report the other day where there was this just gigantic um, parking lot full of like F-250 and 350 Ford trucks that were no-go. Brand new. Couldn't drive them. Didn't have the microchips available so that they could be driven <clears throat> or, or for the car to actually be finished <clears throat> so it was drivable. Much like modern cars and trucks, today's tractors, combines, and, and other agricultural equipment uses microchips and software to control everything from fuel efficiency to emissions. Because of the global microchip shortage, these agricultural uh, equipment manufacturers are having to sideline their own production, much like Ford is doing with trucks. <clears throat> yeah what i just described and here's the important part well the most important without new tractors and farming equipment food production will decline this is what this is another way they're doing this all this stuff by design on purpose under the guise of covid and what covid's caused is real regarding the the supply chain shortages i mean i've been you know it's been horrible last year and a half trying to deal with products I, I couldn't get anymore and and then trying to find substitutes and I'm, i've been able to pretty much do that and thank god a lot of the products that i wasn't able to get before I'm, I'm i'm getting them back in stock now so if you've ordered me from before and i told you there's a product that i couldn't get 
Well, I probably I might have it back in stock right now, which I didn't think would be the case. But <clears throat> anyway, um, so it says without new tractors, farming equipment, food production will decline, and that's on top of the food supply losses already kicking in due to extreme drought in the western states. Again, all created by design on purpose. On top of that, skyrocketing fuel prices, again, created all by design on purpose, thanks to Biden shutting down the Keystone and this other thing that happened recently with that other pipeline. It's just, it's, it's all by design. Um, <clears throat> the skyrocketing fuel prices and record demand for rail transportation are adding to the cost of food materials and finished food products, causing steady increases in food inflation at the grocery stores. Some of observers expect the global microchip microchip shortage to last for years and with the biden regime running its multi-trillion dollar helicopter money scheme for covid stimulus we now have far more dollars chasing far fewer goods the end result was never in doubt skyrocketing food prices for years to come even worse i mean biden's biden's come out and said that what we need to get to real quick is four pounds of meat per year per person that's all you can eat four pounds of meat per year per person that's what they're trying to bring us into the kind of bondage you know and remember what i'd done that report before on how important red meat in particular was for spiritual warfare and that one lady that wrote the book um oh man i forget i forget her name i actually met with her um but she had written that book and said that unless we were eating red meat every single day, we were at a great disadvantage regarding the spiritual warfare we were engaging in. And it was kind of like their whole life. They were in constant spiritual warfare type battles in, in that book. I, they, he came to set the captives free. Now, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of stuff where I would be very cautious about that book. Okay, very cautious. But um, there is some things you can glean <clears throat> And this is a big reason why they want to take, in particular, red meat out of our diet, okay? Uh, because there's certain things that are in, in particular, red meat that really help us on, it, it not only affects us physically, but it, it affects us spiritually. And this is why they want to turn everybody into vegans. Because vegans tend to be weak, sickly, depleted. Um, my sickest patients when I was in practice were vegans. They always had dark circles under their eyes and they always had this yellow pallor it seemed like and they were just their vitality seemed to have left them i'm not saying it's it's impossible to be a healthy vegan but boy oh boy is it hard <laughs> from what i've seen and i know there's been people online that were like famous vegan and they you know they did it for two or three years and then they just they, they finally realized i can't keep this up man i can't do it it's, it's impossible because you just, over time, you just become depleted. And the, the, you're eating a lot of incomplete amino acids when, when you're going vegan because you're, you're trying to get your protein from beans and legumes. And they're incomplete proteins, and it's really, really, and you need all 24 of those amino acids, uh, the, all the essential amino acids and the non-essential, and you, you need all the amino acids, in, and that's what you're getting a lot of times in meat that you're not getting in um, the vegan stuff. You're getting a much higher iron, obviously in red meat it's very hard to find that in nature granted you could do blackstrap molasses that is that is a source of iron uh but it's just it's not it's not easy it's not easy uh so anyway um 
going forward here, uh, trying to see where I left off here. Even worse, food food shortages will decimate grocery retailers, and we expect to see some store shelves strip bare this calendar year as the commercial food pipelines run dry. We expect to see food rights in America before the end of the year. Now, I'm not saying that because you know we've been talking about this for two or three years now regarding the food shortages. I think the thing is, is I think they underestimated how many farmers there are and how many other ways people how many other ways that they were trying to, they, they were getting goods to market it's an absolute miracle that that it's not worse than it is right now but this is why they're they're starting to to clamp down and try to, to exhaust every resource imaginable to totally get the food production shut down in America because they know they can control the, the masses if they put us in a starvation mode and they take away access to to food and water and that's where this is all ultimately heading. You got the drought out west, which affects crops. It also affects drinking water. Um, <clears throat> myriad of different ways they're trying to accomplish this. And we're going to talk about some other ways they're doing this next. We expect to see food riots in America before the end of this year. This is likely to be followed by totalitarian Venezuela-style government run. Peace controls and grocery uh, purchase limits based on biometric scanning. You know, well, we'll see. I mean, then that they would probably try to incorporate. I would, I would think some type of vaccine. You know, you you can't get fed. I mean, I'm not saying that's this year. I'm not saying it's next year. I'm saying if Satan had his druthers, if he had his way, that's what he'd be trying to do. Okay. So anyway, that's from Mike Adams. He's got a whole audio that he did on. You can click here if you want. Then the next report. The federal government of the United States is offering farmers 1.5 times the value of their crops if the farmer destroy those crops. Yeah. So can you imagine you get a harvest and you get a call. You're just getting ready to take it to market. I want to try to make this real for you. So let's say, I don't know, you got like, I don't know, whatever, 50,000 pounds of wheat. For argument's sake, I don't know. And this is the main way you make your money for the whole year, okay? Or hundred thousand, I don't know. So you get a call right before you're getting ready to take it to market, and it's the government, and they say, "Hey, we heard you're, you're getting ready to uh, uh, take your your uh, your crops to market, sell them." Well whatever they're offering you will give you 1.5 times that so they'll give you basically 50 percent more or 1.5 1.5 times more the value of, of those crops and the way farmers are hurting even is as evil as that is because think about why they want them to destroy the crops what possible motivation could there be other than trying to create starvation in America? Would they do? Would they want them to do that? But when you have the printing press and you can print money out of thin air, paying them 1.5 times the value of those crops, I mean, you know, what's not to like? If the farmer, if the farmer is really hurting financially, especially, that might be a, a deal too good to turn down. It's not a moral deal because w- w- destroying the crops is, is evil. I mean, I, I understand you could say, well, what if it's GMO wheat? Well, okay, 
I get it. I understand what you're saying. I'm just saying the whole this whole concept is evil, though. If farmers decline the offer, that same government will stop all farm subsidies for refusing. So it's like they're trying... I mean, if this is not satanic, I don't know what is. It's like the mafia, you know, coming once a week to get their shakedown money. But it's a different way they're doing it. Oh, so you're going to refuse? Well, we're going to stop all subsidies for you. You know, we're going we're gonna to make it and you're not going to get that extra money. Now, there's, there's a farm member... Uh, Oh, let me let me just see if this is actually. I don't think I can play this because I think he cusses. But this is a guy explaining it. He he um. Because I would have played it, but I'm pretty sure that's why he was cussing it. And I'm like, ah, I don't want to play this. But if you want to hear a farmer that this happened to, and just one guy, he'll tell you exactly what they're doing. So. After it says that, it says, you heard it with your own ears directly from a guy who owns, whose family owns a farm. Quote, they're trying to create a food shortage. The same people that have brought you hundreds of millions of, of dead the last century using famine are now in power in the U.S. and most of the world. Well, they, all, they have been for decades, but anyway. They used food as a weapon in places like the Ukraine and former Soviet Union, and now they're going to try to do the same here in America. The Biden administration announced on Wednesday, the 21st of April, that it would expand a program that pays farmers to leave the land fallow. I mean, just leave it alone. Don't grow nothing on it. Part of a broader government-wide effort to cut greenhouse gas emissions. Why? Because the tractors give off, even though the crops they would plant would actually give off oxygen. If you think about it, you know, because that's what plants do. But it doesn't matter. The, the tiny bit of greenhouse gas that would be produced, we've got, to, we've got to shut all the farmland. I mean, it's always some satanic devil lying excuse. Because they got to cut greenhouse emissions in half by 2030. The new initiative will incentivize farmers to take land out of production by raising rental rates and incentivize, and incentivize payments. The Conservation Reserve Program or CRP, was created in 1985 to incentivize landowners to leave some of their land unplanted. Now we see the unimaginable actual plan. Pay farmers 1.5 times the value of their crops to destroy them. I mean, absolute total insanity. Or cut those farmers off from farming subsidies, or if they refuse to destroy their own crops. This will, without fail, create a food shortage. This is tyranny and it is coming after our food. This means it represents a clear and present danger to our families. And then we have this. It just gets better and better. Now, 20 states have legalized the practice of liquefying dead bodies, dumping their flesh goo down the sewage drains, and then harvesting the sewage as bio-sludge and spreading it on food crops as, form, as a form of fertilizer. Um, see the absolute proof of this in the state government links below. And if you click on the link there, you can get all the, all the links you need. Welcome to uh, 2021 in America, where the dead are liquefied and fed to the living. Almost like a scene ripped out out of the... Well, they're not directly fed to the living, but they, they spray them on the crops that then grow out of that land, and then those are fed back to the humans. Okay. 
So, as LifeSite News now confirms, Wisconsin is the latest U.S. state to legalize this practice, which is deceptively named water cremation. But it uses lye as the chemical ingredient that eats the human flesh away, turning it into a slimy goo that's washed off the bones using city water. The resulting flesh goo, often the remains of a vaccine-murdered citizen at this point, think about that, so now we've got the spike proteins and all the other nanotech and all the other uh, messenger RNA that was going on in their body being flushed into the city sewer system and combined with raw human feces, light industrial waste, feminine hygiene products, and then everything else that are flushed down the toilets and other biohazard, then transformed into biosludge, which is loaded onto trucks and dumped on food farms, on non-organic food farms. Now, who's using this? I don't know. I mean, I, I know it's probably very big. How prevalent? I, I can't tell you. All I can tell you is the only way to know for sure that you're not getting this would be to eat organic. Now, and it's all the more reason you want to pray over your food, which the Bible says to do anyway. But still, I wouldn't, you know, if you could avoid that, you know, I would obviously heavily recommend that you do. Uh, he goes on to say, I created an entire feature film documenting this process, including the interview of a top EPA scientist who tried to blow the whistle on this practice, but was threatened and professionally destroyed by the EPA. That film is available to watch for free at biosludged.com bio s-l-u-d-g-e-d.com okay or i give you the link here you can watch it for free i did it's very disturbing very because he goes from toilet to basically where it's ultimately ends up spread as fertilizer on fields he takes you through the whole process that scientist david lewis even wrote a book documenting all this called science for sale for attempting to blow the whistle on the epa approved practice of mass pollution of u.s crop soils with bio sludge david lewis was threatened by the government goons and stripped of all funding for his environmental research on toxins toxic substance in soils if you thought science behind the pandemic was insane take a peek at the criminally insane science the epa uses to justify the mass pollution of america's soils now states like wisconsin are adding liquefied human flesh goo remains to the bio sludge cocktail actually dumping human DNA and vaccine-originating RNA fragments from the vaccine, from the COVID vaccines, onto food crops. Well, then you have all the other vaccines they might have gotten, too. Apparently oblivious to the transgenic process of transfection that may wreak havoc on the sustainability of future food crops and soil micro... I mean, who knows what that's going to do to the crops? The vaccines. I, I don't know. Okay. The timing of this all seems especially convenient given that vaccine death away from the antibody dependent enhancement may only be another five to six months away meaning once we hit start to hit fall and winter and we're going to go into that a little bit later where they're really expecting to see the death count go start to go through the roof from the vaccinated um that's what he's talking about there it begs the question what will cities and states do with all the dead bodies as the spike protein bioweapon achieves the depopulation goals of fauci and gates yeah it's what a lot of the, the doctors are talking about. The, you know, what are we going to do with all the dead bodies that are coming? Answer, flush them down the sewers and spread them on food crops as a fertilizer. Now, again, it, can, can you imagine a world, living in a world that's much more satanic than this? No, it's going to, unfortunately, 
you know, unless God, you know, judges this wickedness and, and you know, it's going to get worse. I hate to say that. Now, we're still to occupy until Jesus comes. We're still to be good soldiers for Christ. We're still to contend for truth and contend for the faith and, and try to, you know, pull as many out of the pit as we can and all the other things we're supposed to do as Christians. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's pretty bad, though. It's pretty bad. So, yeah, flush them down the sewer, spread them on food crops as a fertilizer. This puts dead humans into the food supply as an indirect form of cannibalism. Oh, well, yeah. Soon, if you eat a non-organic product, you will be eating crops that are literally grown in uh, flesh goo. Now, obviously, the flesh goo would be a very, very, very small portion of the biosludge. Okay, but the fact is, is that it will be a portion. And you don't want any of that <laughs> if you can avoid it. This is not science fiction. It's not a conspiracy theory. You can read it right here in its Wisconsin Senate Bill SB 228. There's a link to it, which is entitled The Use of Alkaline Hydrolysis to Cremate, hu cremate Human Remains and Providing an Exemption from Emergency Rule Procedures. Now, I cut a lot of this out. I typically give you the the, the highlights and the cliff notes of, of these main articles. So there's a link you can click on here as there is for everything I post typically. And... Um, there's a lot more to it if you want to explore it more. Then we have this, which is also heavily related. It has been correctly pointed out, foods labeled non-GMO are still grown in human sewage sludge and sprayed with glyphosate and pesticides. So, in other words, if it says non-GMO, it just means it's not a genetically modified organism. They can still use the bio, the bio sludge, which now will ha contain liquefied dead bodies, depending on what state is permitting that but again it's hard to know if you go to a grocery store like okay where are these strawberries coming from and is that farm using the bio sludge to fertilize their crops i mean anything that would apply to that it's you'd have to be an, an absolute total detective to find out where it was being done at the only real way you could be safe about it for sure would be to buy organic and i know organic's not perfect either but um, on the non-GMO foods, they, they're, they're still sprayed with glyphosate and pesticides, okay? Yes, is it a notch better than GMO foods? Well, sure, it's a notch better, but understand it's, it's like a notch better and organic is about 10 notches better. With 20 U.S. states now legalizing the dissolving of dead human bodies and flushing them into, into the municipal sewer systems, it is now a fact that human flesh goo and human sewage is being spread on food farms across America to grow foods that can be labeled as non-GMO. So non-GMO is <laughs> no good, but it's, like I said, it's one notch better than GMO, or maybe a couple. But in other words, all the same stuff they can do to a GMO product, they can do, they're can do. they doing that to non-GMO. The non-GMO project verified foods can be grown in biosludge that contains used feminine hygiene products such as tampons, dissolved bodies of human-infected spike, COVID spike protein recipients. Uh, and that you, now we're going to have a, a, a spike of all the uh, vaccinated COVID-19 bodies that, that are going to probably start appearing by early fall, most likely. And see, by then, 
it'll be far enough into the year where they they, they won't take any responsibility any before but they'll, they'll say well this this death is because of um covid's rearing its ugly head again or some whatever they're not going to blame it on the vaccines okay and I, if i can get to it today we're going to talk about how they're starting to fudge the numbers even more uh regarding pcr cycling pcr testing cycling and for those that test positive negative for it's going to be they're just trying to stack the deck every way they can in the most satanic evil way you can possibly imagine i don't know how far i'm going to be able to get today but i'll 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 try to get there um so yeah non-gma foods they can be um uh, light industrial waste from hospitals and dental offices because this is all the stuff that's poured down the drains birth control pills and other hazardous substances and um are flushed in the municipal sewer systems all the medications people take that get processed in their bodies and they they come out in the feces and the urine all that's in there um so it's 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 best case scenario i mean it's really best case scenario if you want some wholesome wholesome food Okay, the spreading, obviously I'm being sarcastic, the spreading of biosludge on food crops across America is fully documented in my film, Biosludge. There's another link. Um, I'm just going to play you, and there's a reason I'm only playing 23 seconds of this because it relates to the next thing we're going to talk about. Because <laughs> it just keeps getting better and better. Here's a short trailer, and I'm, I'm just going to play to the 23 second mark. It's only about a minute, but the first part's like the talking part. Our ecosystem is in the crosshairs of this biosludge industry. Any toxic chemical that a bioterrorist would want to use can be added to a sewer, go through the plant, be spread out courtesy of the municipal government. Yeah, think about that. I hadn't brought up that scenario. So a terrorist says, okay, I'm going to put a, you know, nine tons of anthrax or whatever down the old drain or whatever they're going to, some whatever cyanide i don't know and then they dump it down the drain and then it gets spread back on the crops you know nobody will know it until people start dropping dead okay so i want you to keep that in your mind about what's going in the drains okay that concept of a terrorist doing it but we're going to talk about it we're going to talk about something related next Here's the full uh, link documentary um, for Biosludge. And then the important to discuss in this entire discussion is the fact that the USDA certified organic foods cannot be grown in Biosludge. They cannot be sprayed with glyphosate, which is from Monsatino. Okay, the glyphosate's from Monsatino and cancer causing and does all kind of fun stuff and a toxic weed killer herbicide. Additionally, USDA certified organic always means non-gmo so if you see organic you don't have to worry about if it's non-gmo okay it 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 is non-gmo it has to be since genetically engineered crops are not allowed to be certified organic under current usda rules based on so what they're doing now is they're making the food prices go through the roof which makes most people say if they even were buying organic before i can't afford organic now which is even better for them because they want to drive more people into the non-organic market where the food is basically, you know, sprayed with all these toxic things we're talking about here or fertilized in that condition. Uh, Based on conversations I've had with many people, it appears that some consumers are confused by the non-GMO project 
uh, verified label. Some believe it also means organic, but it doesn't. In fact, non-GMO food can contain scary amounts of heavy metals and pesticides while being grown in biosludge as a fertilizer. And nearly all non-organic grains grown in the United States are contaminated with glyphosate, which is the from Monsanto. Monsanto. In a sense, you might even say that the non-GMO project verified label is greenwashing processed foods that are far from clean or healthy. It's giving you a false sense of security, in other words. The green checkmark symbol on the logo seems to imply the food product in question is good and it's green because there's also a butterfly on there, but it's not, okay? Like I said, I would rate it maybe a couple notches above GMO. I mean, it's got to be some better, but it's nowhere near what organic would be if the organic is done right. I mean, you know, and I know there's problems there as well, but listen, I don't have all the answers. I can only try to lead you kind of in the right direction. Then we have this, which I believe heavily relates to this subject. This just came out, I don't know, in the last 10 days or so. Septic tank worker says vaccines are shedding through the urine and fecal matter and just smelling it is making him and his family sick. Now, this is a guy that does this full-time as an occupation with septic systems, okay, which are like self-contained little sewage processing areas, you know, and typically in your front or backyard, okay? If you don't have like city, uh, uh, like sewage or whatever okay where where it just goes in pipes or whatever well this actually this is what we're talking about here so i'm going to play this and let's go to raymond calling in from texas raymond you're on the Infowars war room go ahead hey guys um reason i called was uh during the jones show i heard y'all say something about the shedding is coming from uh fecal matter matter um so he said the shedding was coming from fecal matter and this is the septic worker septic tank worker guy septic tanks and uh i guess as soon as the vaccine started being given to people uh we thought we had COVID again because we had it back in november and uh it turned out we didn't and uh the symptoms never go away uh when i'm off of work for a few days i feel better by monday and then i go back and uh the whole family starts feeling sick again and um like uh, last week, my daughter had a virus, and she had a 104 temperature and double ear infection, and then her uh, she had pimples all over her throat. And when we took her up to the doctor, they said that uh, she has a virus, and it's a virus that's new. Yeah, and it's new because it's mutated. Remember what I said at the start of the broadcast in part one. I said now we're dealing with, we're dealing now we really are dealing with a very serious issue from the vaccine shedder, which I've been warning about. I, I told you when they came out with the vaccine last year, I said, it's going to be the vaccine, the vaccinated um, hordes that are going to be the, 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 the spike proteins and these types of things are going to be made in the body. They're going to be a mutated version and they're going to start shedding them. And then it really is going to turn into a big deal. That's what we're seeing now. Okay. And again, this is why they're trying to get the maximum number of people vaccinated. Not only because, yes, they'll be sterilized for the rest of their life. Yes, they're going to die way younger um, and all these other things. And yes, they're showing their compliance to the New World Order, but also what they're doing to the unvaccinated. There's a lot of different satanic agendas afoot with this kill shot. 
and they didn't really know anything else about it. They just said that it's a new virus, and then I heard y'all's report, or the doctor's It's It's not a new, it's a mutated version coming off the vaccinated, is what they're really saying. Report about the uh, shedding, and um, I didn't know if, any, if y'all have ever talked to any other septic workers, because, um, like, we, not every day we get exposed to nasty things, but maybe once or twice a month. But I go to, like, today I went to 25 different tanks and tested the water of 25 different tanks. And I guess 15 of the people told me that they had been vaccinated. So I've been shedded on by, um, by Pfizer, Moderna, and then I guess whatever else vaccine they've been giving people. But uh, we can tell whenever somebody's been vaccinated because when you open the tank, um, you have good airflow and everything that has good circulation, which means the tank's working correctly. Well, when you open it, it has a weird stench to it, and it's a stench that never, never smelt before, not before these vaccines. And uh, so, he's smelling a stench in those tanks, and he knows the people. His clientele. He's asking them, "Are you? Or did you get the COVID vaccine?" So, and it's it's basically every single time if they've been vaccinated when they're opening these septic tanks up, it's this this horrible stench that he's never smelled before in all his years of being a septic worker. And I don't know how many that is, but it's distinctive and it's only occurring in those that have been vaccinated uh, and he's getting sick and he's bringing it home to his family and they're getting sick. And then by Monday they start feeling better and then he goes back into it and then he gets sick and then his family ends up getting feeling sick as well until we can get to the weekend. I mean, imagine, imagine trying to do that. Single tank where somebody has been vaccinated. It has this weird smell to it now. And, uh, but after seeing that report, it makes me a little bit paranoid. Like, uh, I need to be taking my clothes off in the backyard and not even going in the house with them. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Man, uh, when I had COVID. Now, he's got, Jones has this thing. It's called Bioseptic Pro. It's a product they sell. And it's designed to establish a healthy septic system. You should be doing this regardless, something like this, if you have a septic tank. You should be. I mean, and I don't mean even if you're vaccinated. I mean, just this is just good. This is a good thing to do. It, it digests grease, fats, oil, sludge, paper, organic matter. Uh, contains no chemicals, no GMOs. Safe for anaerobic substances. Not great. I can't say I've used it, but sounds like a really good thing. Okay. And I'm not necessarily telling you get it from him, but it's called Bioseptic Pro. He sells it there. And it's human and animal safe. Get up to 12 months protection for one easy application. I, I mean, you know. Or... <laughs> using it let's say you have somebody come over to your house and they're vaccinated or they're staying with you you would definitely want to treat your septic system with something like this you know uh just i'm just that's a little side note there the cdc will call you like two or three times the nih will call you and um, i asked them if it was possible to get it and they said no and then three weeks later, they want to start giving people butt swabs to see if they have COVID. So it's like they you remember it. that trend where they were actually doing anal swabs. They were doing that in China, and they were trying to bring it over here. But I think there was just that was just we weren't quite ready for that yet. Maybe maybe give us a month, and we'll all be ready for those. Good. They just didn't want to tell me it did. Um, I didn't know if y'all had ever heard anything like that from anybody. You no, know, I, I hadn't. And, and you know, we're obviously still learning some about this, and and what you may be experiencing because here's how. The virus shedding works with the vaccine is that you're going to have all these new strains of COVID that come out of vaccinated people 
because the virus mutates after it's dealing with the vaccine and then it sheds a, a more dangerous mutation of the virus. So the mutations are coming from the vaccines. So there could be different mutations uh, when you're dealing uh, in the septic tanks. But as far as if we've heard, I've never heard about any of this before. This is all new. It's obviously all developing. And so, I mean, I, I'm not going to be the one to tell you to panic, but, uh, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, cleaning your clothes before you go into your house or something like that. Maybe start thinking about a different line of work. I mean, I'm just saying, I don't know how, how you're going to escape that in that line of work unless you, you like make it a policy. And I know, and I doubt he's got his own company, but you know, you make your own policy where you only treat, you know, the un, the un COVID vaccinated, you know. But you'd probably get lawsuits and all that other stuff if you did it. I don't know. I'm not really sure. But that's definitely an interesting thing about uh, a different scent. And then you've been able to notice that. Uh, that That is certainly uh, an odd thing. That he said it was a different stench. A horrible stench that he'd never smelled before. I've never heard reported before. Anything else, Raymond? Um, I, uh, two weeks ago, I got real sick. I thought I had COVID again. And... Um, so I had all the symptoms, and uh, then we got tested. It was negative, but right before I got sick, um, on Wednesday of that week, I had somebody tell me that they had the Moderna vaccine, and then I went to their tank, and their tank was stagnant. There was nothing working, and I did my work, and I finished up, and then it was like two days later. I was, I was like so sick, and then that's when my daughter got sick and my wife, and not, nope. See, this is a, a, another great example of somebody that should be doing every day, you know, before he goes to work, when he gets home, not only getting out of the clothes before he comes in the door and, 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 and taking a shower, but also really, really, really hitting the, a good, you know, food, 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 uh, vitamin C in like a food base, calcium, selenium, iodine. The, uh, vitamin D3, those zinc, those types of things. Um, you would almost have to do that in that particular environment, or you're just going to keep getting sick over and over and over. And, and, and you can't rely on drugs for that. You can't. You could have said, "Well, just stay on hydro hydroxychloroquine." Hydroxychloroquine, which has like about a hundred side effects, and a lot of them are, are 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 very demonic and psychological in a lot of cases. Okay, and I got into this. Just key in hydroxychloroquine in the keyword search box. Or any of these whiz-bang COVID solution medications. Drugs work by depleting your body of what is already in it, typically. Hydroxychloroquine will not work without zinc with it. It's, it's almost useless because what does it do? It mobilizes your zinc stores in your body and zinc is highly antiviral. And it boosts your immune system. Okay, that's how it works. Well, for me, I would rather not do the hydroxychloroquine with all the host of side effects because all drugs have that and just do the zinc and then do all the other things I mentioned, which what you're doing is giving your body what it needs to fight the stuff. All hydroxychloroquine does is help your body mobilize one of those elements, but then you get all the side effects to boot. Okay, so that one Regeneron is cultured as uses aborted babies in its the way it works uh every single one of these drugs i've done i believe i've done studies on and shown you okay if you want all these side effects if you want if you know here's a whole bunch of horrific stuff about it key it in key it in it and i'll give you the documentation i'm not making this stuff up so i just don't believe that's the solution 
talking about the frontline workers, but nobody's talking about the workers that go to these people's houses and dig in their septic tank. You know, it's kind of scary because we don't know what's happening with this. Well, Raymond, uh, maybe if you did some dancing, coordinated dance moves on TikTok, then maybe they would care. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's your septic workers unite and then they do their TikTok dances where like they do in the hospitals and stuff, except septic workers. And they got like their septic hoses and they're dancing around and they're doing little pirouettes and, and all kind of dance moves and pin drops and all kind of crazy dance moves from like the 80s. Maybe, I don't know, just really getting crazy. Now that would get the attention of America. Drive on and do a, do a coordinated dance move. Yeah, yes. do it in the septic <laughs> do it, Raymond, tank. Do, do it. it. Yeah, um, I think we need to do like a GoFundMe for Raymond to, to start this coordinated interpretive dance sewage sewage system workers unite. I, I I don't know. Call me crazy, but I'm just saying. What what's the harm in that? What is the harm? My dad though. Uh, my mom got the Pfizer vaccine. Uh, I guess two months ago. Show these these surges of nurses doing these stupid dances on TikTok. In the background, oh, I love it. I just love it. And then uh, my dad, uh, it was about a week later, my dad is a heart patient. He had to go in for a cath lab, and they saw that the inside of his arteries were turning bumpy. And, uh, and he had just had an appointment three weeks before that. And so my mother got back her second vaccine. And then my father almost died and had to go have his heart worked on. Well, and remember, yeah, too, like, when, when... More success stories from the kill shot. First getting all this COVID nonsense, they were putting up graphics and doing stories. And, and, and I, I mean, I, I don't remember where they were. It's, it's probably a year or so ago now. But they had, like, graphics. And they'd be like... It was beyond just the ones where they'd cough and they'd show the aerosols from your cough. They would do, like, oh, if you go to the bathroom in your toilet... You could be infecting others with COVID. Like they're yeah. literally saying, you go to the bathroom. Because that water spinning, and if there's fecal matter or urine and there's spike proteins in there, it's like a centrifuge and it's spinning out of the toilet. Well, you can imagine how much would be given off where it's concentrated in the septic system. And if the nanotech replicates in the human body, does it replicate in the sewage? Hmm, that's something to think about. I mean, it's not confined to the human body anymore. Can it just replicate out of control in the suit? I don't know. I don't know, but it's all good. That's what I do know. It's all wonderful and good. And your toilet could spread COVID to others in your apartment. So, I mean, what, what you're talking about here is not that far-fetched. They were even reporting on that uh, a year or so ago, basically. Okay, so we have that. And it goes on for an, an, into the 14-minute mark. But um, that was the, the gist of it there. So I wanted I wanted to do these in close proximity because we were just talking about you know uh, the one guy the one doctor that had said you know if a terrorist wanted to spread a bioweapon you know he could put it down the the, the sewage and you know uh, end up infecting everybody through the biosludge that's spread on the crops and these types of things. Well, what about this where you've got millions of COVID vaccinated vectors defecating and urinating into the toilets. And, you know, who, who knows what ungodly thing this could spawn in the future and, and is spawning right now.
or then then now you can do the water cremation and and have the flesh goo go into the there you get the whole body in the sewage system oh the fun never ends i don't know um then which is kind of related to this COVID's third wave will see a mass death among the vaccinated. There is a third wave of the COVID-19 barreling our way, and those affected by it will be the vaccinated who agreed to get injected with the experimental gene therapy cocktail that have forever altered their DNA and made them more susceptible to disease and death. Buried within a report compiled by Scientific Pandemic Influenza Group on modeling, um, is an admission that most of the people who will die during the so-called third wave will have been fully injected, fully vaccinated with the uh, co- coronavirus or for the COVID-19 vaccine. The resurgence in both hospitalizations and deaths is dominated in this third wave by those that have received two doses of the vaccine comprising about 60 to 70% of the wave. Meaning 60% of the wave that they say is coming, and this is most likely early fall, starting early fall, will be the vaccinated, okay? 60 to 70% of them. And guaranteed, the unvaccinated will be blamed, though, okay? They'll have some way of cooking the books and twisting everything around to blame the vaccinated. Now, if the vaccinated were protected, how could the unvaccinated be affecting them? Aren't they, aren't they Jim Dandy, fine and dandy cotton candy? The vaccinated? Aren't, aren't they full? Oh, no, it's the wicked unvaccinated that spread their, their disease to the, to the poor vaccinated. Well, I thought you were protected fully. You got the kill shot twice. No, it's not enough. We'll need a new booster shot. Luciferase uh, patch to put on your whatever. The Bill Gates one that we were talking about. One analyst predicts about 40,000 deaths, while another says there will be closer to 60,000. I think that's incredibly low numbers, probably. But either way, this is a lot of deaths caused by a vaccine that in and of itself is completely unnecessary based on the fact that the Chinese virus itself was not even that high risk. I mean, you know, 99.6% survival, if you believe their statistics, on average. While one in 200 people were said to have died during the first wave, yeah, whatever. And we know this is, was drastically overinflated. As many as one in 70 will die during the third wave. Now, again, I think all bets are off regarding what we see coming. Because what's happening with the vaccinated is real. And what they're shedding is real. And what they're, what they're, ca- what's ca- what they're doing to the unvaccinated is very real. We've reported on all these things. And we're just getting cranked up. Because this is still kind of in, in, in its infancy. Remember, the vaccines only started in mid-December. So, um, regarding this, this subject, the owner of Invive, Invive Silver, the company that makes Invive Silver, he said this. They start to die this fall of 2021, and for the next two years, as they breathe in other viri or viruses, they start to die because this fall, because vax people become a genetically modified organism slash person that makes a virus protein as well as the human ones, meaning it's generating the spike protein. That causes their body to produce a cytokine storm. The virus or viri that the vax people breathe in in the future will also cause septic shock and 
will trigger organ failure, kidney failure, and other cytokine storms. For how this happened, here's a video where this doctor explains the whole thing. I'm not going to play it. I've played a lot of videos like it. We've covered this information, but if you want to see how this works, there's a link here. Messenger RNA vaccines teach our cells how to make a protein or even just a piece of a protein that triggers an out-of-control immune response when the vaxxed come in contact with another virus in the future. That out-of-control immune response cannot be stopped or lessened. The vaxxed, the vaxxed population, meaning the COVID vaxxed, okay, have been genetically altered for life because their cells now make a spike protein and their immune system will overreact to the future pathogens that come along and their own body will kill them. Yeah, like an autoimmune, a massive autoimmune response. Yeah. Okay, then we go to this. Uh, COVID vaccinated populace starting to seriously affect the non-vaccinated. Okay. And due to the satanic spike proteins being shed by the vaccinated. Pastor Rick Wiles has had COVID-19 after refusing vaccines. So the Newsweek propaganda regarding this, and I'm just going to read this, what Newsweek said. Okay, so understand this is coming straight from Satan when I'm getting ready to read you. Conservative pastor Rick Wiles has apparently fallen ill with COVID-19 after condemning the vaccines that fight the disease. Baselessly claiming they're being used to carry out global genocide. So see, because he's fallen ill from this, now they can come back and say, see, all of your, your baselessly, see, if you weren't vaccinated, Rick, and you got it because you weren't vaccinated. So now all your claims are baseless because the very thing you said that you were going to survive and get through, you didn't. Well, the only reason that he got sick is because he was around vaccinated people that were shedding it to him, and he probably wasn't taking care of his own immune system at the same time, like I've been saying, and I will be increasingly saying. And I reposted the product, my protocol for COVID, and I haven't had one person email me back and say it didn't work. I did everything you said, and none of it worked. It didn't help me. I haven't had one person in the last 15, 16, whatever months say that to me. Okay, and if they just did one little thing and they came back to me and said, it didn't work. Well, okay, but were you doing like C, calcium, like the whole regime or whatever? I haven't even had one person say that though, that didn't help at all. Because anything you do is better than nothing. You just cannot rely on drugs. You cannot drug your body into good health. And the, the way drugs work, even the ones they're using for COVID is they, they, um, like I said, they draw upon your reserves that are already in your body in order to, to activate these things. Okay, that's typically how drugs work. If you're already super, super depleted, like if you if you took hydroxychloroquine, in other words, the, the miracle drug or whatever, even though it has like 100 side effects, if you took that one and you had no zinc in the system, it's not going to work because that's the mechanism by which it works. So why not just have it all in there? Well, I would guarantee you he wasn't, and he's, he's an older guy anyway, and, and I'm not saying your, your immune system strengthens as we age, but I know a lot about this because my immune system is what got me into alternative healthcare. And yet I've survived this whole time and I've not got sick once. I mean, I got, I've fighting off something for the last few days, but I mean, here I am, you know, little, little under the weather today, but not too bad. I'm already on the other side of this thing. Uh, had I not been doing what I did in the last three days, I, I don't think I'd be doing too good.
I, I know I wouldn't be doing too good because I know my body. So, let me just read this again. Conservative pastor Rick Wiles has apparently fallen ill with COVID-19 after condemning the vaccines that fight the disease. No, they don't. They propagate the disease, you lying, fork-tongued scum. Okay? And you know you are because you're Newsweek. And you're, you're just nothing but a mouthpiece of Satan. Baselessly claiming they're being used to carry out global genocide. No, that's exactly what they're being used for. Now, there's a lot of stuff I don't agree with Rick Wiles on. I got a gigantic, gigantic file on him. Okay, and it's kind of really weird and ironic that that he was one of the main ones like with um, Baldwin, Chuck Baldwin, that were totally condemning Israel, they had no right to fire back at all. 4,000 rockets fired at them. I'm not saying Israel's puritanical and whatever, but do they have a right to defend themselves at all? Evidently not in their eyes. And then he gets massively sick. Now, I don't know if it's related, but I mean, you know, it's kind of weird, kind of a weird coincidence that. You know, that all happened around the same time. Anyway, Wiles, the founder of the conspiracy promoting, um, remember this is from Newsweek, conspiracy promoting True News. Now, most of the stuff that you get from True News is pretty good. I admit that. Okay, it's just there's a lot of, there's also a lot of leaven commingled um, in there as well. And it's very, very Chuck Baldwin-like regarding their absolute disdain for, and listen, I have a, I have a disdain too for the Zionists, for, for the Zionist elite um uh, in Hollywood and in the upper echelon of Israel and the government and these types of people and in government. I, I agree. I agree. But again, let's not throw the baby out with the bathwater and ignore all the Bible verses that talks about them that I covered last week on this exact subject. Let's have biblical balance. They, they don't have that as far as I can see. Okay. So, um, anyway, uh, I, I, sorry, I had to throw that in. Uh, the conspiracy promoting True News website and the senior pastor of Flowing Streams Church of Florida asserted on his show in late April that he would not get vaccinated against COVID-19 and would survive the global genocide. Now, had he gotten vaccinated, he'd probably be dead. You know? He just got it from somebody that was shedding it to him. So who knows how bad he'd be had he got it. He might not even be here. I am not going to be vaccinated. He said, I'm going to be one of the survivors. I'm going to survive the genocide. Yeah, but the thing is, is what he wasn't thinking about was all the people vaccine shedding on him that was coming into his church that he was having. Now, I'm not saying even his church members. I don't know what the percentage of his church members were, but guaranteed they knew people that were that were vaccinated or they were around people that were vaccinated. And, and you don't even you he could have had 100 percent of his church non-vaccinated and they could have been bringing all those spike proteins in. That they, that they got shed upon that day into church, he gets exposed to it, and then he gets sick as a dog. That's probably what was happening. You know? He added, quote, you and I are witnessing the first global mass murder, and it's being led by Satan's team on the planet. I couldn't agree more with them. I couldn't agree more. You must survive it. Do not be vaccinated. And see, that's why they got to make an example of him regarding this issue. Because he, he was so... I really didn't know this was his stance, because I don't, I generally don't go to glean anything from there anymore. I just, too much leaven in that ministry for me to do it. Then this week, True News, in a post to its official Gab account, noted there was a COVID-19 outbreak at Wiles' church and asked for prayers. Flowing Streams is experiencing a sudden cluster of flu and COVID among some of the employees and their relatives. Yeah, because of the spike protein shedding. And God forbid some of them got vaccinated. I don't know. 
Rick Wiles made the decision tonight to close the offices and studios until a TBA to be announced date next week. The Gab Post explained our team needs to tend to sick family members. Please pray for True News team. And Rick Wiles, I know, is really, really sick. He's in the hospital. Again, you got to keep your immune system. Had I not done what I did in the last three days, I mean, I'm not saying I'm going to avoid the hospital at all costs, but I probably would have been a hospital candidate. But I practice what I preach. And I take what I what I say. I'm, I'm not a hypocrite. I mean, I, I haven't been on a cycle of antibiotics or antivirals probably, oh, 20, 30 years. I can't remember really the last time I went to an MD of any way, shape, or form. Now, I understand that's not optional for most people. Um, but I'm, I'm telling you the truth. I've been my own physician, and I've prayed to God for discernment. I started my career in chiropractic with a specialty in clinical nutrition. And I was being groomed to teach other doctors how to apply high-level advanced clinical nutrition to their patients. I loved it. It was fun. The problem is, is I was limited on the product line because it was standard process. And I just really realized early on that I'm like, I don't want to be locked into one product line. And there were other things that happened too that just soured me to the whole thing about it. It wasn't, it wasn't the plan that God had for me. I ended up taking the same thing I was going to do to doctors and I brought it online and I'm doing what I do today, but I don't just cover nutrition. I cover, you know, all the current events and then a lot of the stuff with the Bible and things like that. I kind of combine it all into one. God didn't want me zeroed into just one little thing, one little laser focus just for doctors. I feel like I'm, I'm reaching more people here. So um, that would be my biggest advice to them. So my comment on this, and I, I probably already said this, but I, I, I posted a post here, and I, didn't, I think I'm going to cover this in the future, but it says, former chief science officer at Pfizer says he fears of massive depopulation through mass vaccinations. He says, I'm well aware of the global crimes against humanity being perpetuated against a large portion of the world's population. Now, Pfizer is one of the kill shots, okay? Here is a former chief science officer at Pfizer saying that exact thing that Newsweek says is, is bunk. That Rick Wiles was saying. Well, are you going to report on this Newsweek with a former chief science officer saying the same thing? No, you'll never hear it because they're satanic hypocrites. And then my response was yes, because I had a listener send me this. I said, yes, he caught that from all the COVID vaccinated populace shedding the horrific spike proteins. I am fighting the same thing off right now. And that's me speaking, but I am totally fine. In fact, I feel great right now. I feel better and better as the night goes on, but I am totally fine. Yeah, Taylor just reminded me, she said, you should say I've been firsthand contact with multiple, multiple way because i don't i don't leave the house half the time because i don't have time anymore i'm so buried with this ministry and taylor's out and about i mean she's she's interacting her job I mean, she has to interact with how many people you think you interact with on a week hundreds hundreds and hundreds a lot of them are vaccinated she's as healthy as a horse she's taking her nutrients She's been better about taking her nutrients in the last, what, six months than I've ever seen her. She's as healthy as I've ever seen. I mean, she was always healthy, but she's she's at a whole other level. But she's not vaccinated. She's never had a vaccine. I mean, I, I mean, I think maybe a, maybe a couple cycles of little, little bit of antibiotics when you cut yourself or when you had that 
that one surgery or whatever. I mean, that's, I mean, like nothing, nothing. But I've had her on like, and I'm not saying we've always been strict, but I've tried to bring up on organic, the same nutrient lines I've always used, um, no vaccines. She's, she's like the healthiest person I've ever been around. Seriously. I mean, her immune system is like a Clydesdale. It's like a Mastodon's immune system from like, you know, the Jurassic Park days or something. I mean, and I mean, she's got, she can be around all, I mean, she's not being affected. Nothing. So I am a firm believer that your own immune system determines how you're going to react to those around you that are shedding spike proteins. Okay. Now, granted, if you have a, if your immune system is like one of your weakest points, even if you're on the nutrients like I've been, you still may deal with a little bit. But I mean, I had, but I had two and a half days of like, eh, not feeling the greatest, but I wasn't sick. Never even got a sore throat. That's all that happened. I just felt tired. I had to sleep more. So <laughs> I'm not saying this to sell you nutrients, okay? Whether you get them from me or whether you get them from any place else, I'm telling you what my experience has been. I'm telling you, I'm doing unto you as I would want done unto myself. And I don't believe it. It, it the, the answer to all this derives and, and is dependent upon taking hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin or Regeneron or whatever, all these other drugs that have tons of side effects. I, just, I don't believe it. Um, so, uh, I am fighting off the same thing now, but I'm almost totally fine as I'm taking a lot of the supplements. I listed for this. Uh, and I, I, I posted them below here again. If he would have done the same, he could have avoided this most likely, or at least made it way, way less. But this is this is one way they're going to blame the unvaccinated, as the narrative will be this, quote, if Rick was just vaccinated, this would have never happened to him. And what a lie from the pit of hell that is. I said, but that logic is destroyed when we take into account all the multitudes that are either dead or severely injured across the globe from the COVID kill shot. See my most recent document on this here. And I give my most recent link. I just put it out two nights ago. If you're on my email list, you would have got it. Now, listen, if they were to take me offline and all of a sudden you go up and you check contendingfortruth1day.com one day and I'm gone, the Sam gone, how are you going to get a hold of me? How are you going to, if you're not on my email list, then I might go bye-bye and you might, I mean, I don't know, maybe, maybe you'll find it another way. But all I'm saying is that that's the only way I would have to get a hold of people. So I would advise you if you're not, and I, I mean, I put out like probably on average one to two emails a week. Okay. I do not barrage anybody with emails. Okay. So I, it's doubtful you're going to get so many emails from me that you can't. Okay. And if you've gotten kicked off for one reason or another, let's say you forwarded it to somebody and you didn't take the unsubscribe thing out. Now I wish it was double opt out, but for some reason they don't offer that. Meaning if it was double opt-out, you'd have to go back to the original recipient of the email for them to unsubscribe. They don't do that, which is stupid. But I'm too entrenched with this one email program that I'm using to really think about moving it. So um, just resubscribe. Just go to contendingfortruth.com and there's a little thing there. Just resubscribe to both. And at this point, it's messed up. I'm just, I think everybody that I'm sending to is getting both the health and the Christian. I, I, I rarely even do health newsletters anymore because so much of the time I incorporated into the Christian one because now it's kind of related with the COVID thing. So um, resubscribe 
make sure if you forward my emails, you take the unsubscribe out because if they don't like what they're reading and they hit the unsubscribe, they're going to unsubscribe you. And I'm not going to have anything to do with it. Okay? It's out of my hands. Wish it was double opt out, but I don't think it is. Anyway, um, I just updated the, the COVID bombshell vaccine documented deaths and injuries compilation. Right now, it's up to, I believe, eight pages of the smallest font in Word. And it's just report after report after report. Uh, testimony after testimony after testimony. Doctors, people that are either dead, maimed, killed, doctors talking about the thing. Eight solid pages of Word doc in the smallest font I can paste it in. And that's just been in the last five and a half months on the injuries and, and, and the deaths. Nothing to see here. No big deal. You know. Now, here's my recommended protocol for the coronavirus. Okay. And it's, you know, selenium, vitamin C, zinc, calcium, D3, iodine. Um, I'm, I've also got an oregano product that I that's not listed on here that has oregano and it also has um, olive leaf. And it also has wormwood and clove which would make this highly anti-parasite as well and also it's berberine so i got that one too i've been taking some iodine as well but i, I list my the products i carry like the selenium i carry selenium is highly antiviral it will typically cut down viral replication by half okay so whenever you're dealing with a virus selenium is always a good one to have in there um zinc is similar Vitamin C for me is, is the main one. But anyway, I give you kind of the parameters and in, in here are the ones I'm carrying and the prices. And some of these links may not work. I haven't updated them all yet, but you get an idea of what I've got here. The calciums that I carry, the vitamin C, the D3s, uh, the iodines. Uh, and then my the protocol for the mild silver protein, which I've kind of remodified it. Um, take one teaspoon every four hours until asymptomatic for COVID. Okay, half dosage for children. I'm trying to make this as simple as possible. And if you're not getting results from that, you can go higher. But here's the thing. If you're doing the C, the calcium, the selenium, the zinc, the iodine, all the other stuff, the D3, you're probably only going to need about a third of the, of the Invive that you would need if you were just relying on Invive. Okay, because Invive acts like a secondary immune system in the body. But it doesn't feed your primary immune system, which is only fed through things like D3, calcium, vitamin C, these types of things. And here's another thing. If your adrenals are burned out, if you're doing tons of caffeine, if you're vaping, if you're doing cigarettes, you're doing all other stuff, you are annihilating your adrenals. Okay? And think of the adrenals like a bank account. The adrenals have a lot to do with your immune system. And they have a lot to do with your detoxification pathways and how your sense of well-being. Caffeine burns that out. Okay? And um, what ends up happening is, is, is you take caffeine day in, day out, day out. You're, you're going to bring your immune system way, 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 way down. The, the two things the adrenals really need are vitamin C, okay? And that's why I use like a vitamin C in a food base, not ascorbic acid. Vitamin C is not ascorbic acid. And then salt. It needs a good, that's another thing that it needs, like a good pink Himalayan salt. I don't like the sea salt because it could be contaminated. Uh, Taylor wanted me to also say that she was doing a lot of caffeine. She, her adrenals are like a lot of people. 
I was, I remember when I was like in the chiropractic thing and I, I mean, some people seem like they could drink like a pot of coffee a day or multiple pots. I could never, ever do that. Coffee for me is almost like a poison. I, I just, it's just devastating to me. And some people, that's the case. Some people can handle it. Some people can't. And it's not just the caffeine with the coffee. It's the coffee itself. But Taylor was doing high amounts of that for her weight. And she found, I put her on this product from Biotics called Cytozyme AD, meaning adrenal AD, adrenal. And um, she said that of all the products I've ever given her has had the most profound effect on her of anything she's ever taken because it helped restore her adrenals. I told her that at the same time, you've got to try to start reducing caffeine consumption because if you're just doing Cytozyme AD or something like Adrenomen that I've got and you're keeping your caffeine consumption high, it's just not gonna work. It's, it's You're still depleting yourself and you're just doing damage control. Yes, it's damage control. And yes, if you're doing vitamin C in that environment, yes, it's much better than not doing it. But what you wanna try to do is get yourself to the point where you're doing minimal amounts of caffeine per day and taking breaks. Because if you don't take breaks, your adrenals never get a chance to rebound. And I'm telling you, it will, and some people in particular, it will really affect their immune system. For me, it's like critical. So she's getting like, she needs way less sleep now. She's um, like, what What are all the benefits? I mean, you're way less sleep. She just feels a lot better. Um, her energy's been way higher. So her ADD is like way, she's kind of like me. I mean, got like going like a thousand miles an hour, way better on that. She's way more focused. And like I said, whether you get it from me or any place, I was only able to get, they sold out of it. And I was only able to get, I don't know. I got like the big bottles. I think I've got like four or five bottles in stock. I tried to order more and they were already sold out again. So I think a lot of people figured this out with the adrenals, COVID over the last year, people are under a lot of stress. If you're under a lot of stress, your adrenals are being burned out because your adrenals are what help you cope with this stuff. But I've got Cytos, I've got Adrenamen from from um, D- uh, Douglas Labs. That's another very, very good product. Um, Cytosine AD from Biotics, which is the one we just described. Um, I've got the black, of course, I know I can't get that one now either. It's like a lot of the adrenal products I can't get right now, but just to let you know, that's another thing that you can do. Anyway, I give you the, the protocol for the uh, coronavirus here with the mild silver protein. Hold each hold each dose under the tongue for three to four minutes before swallowing. Um, I would brush your teeth afterward, you know, because it's a dark liquid because it's so concentrated. And you can use organic peppermint oil to kill the taste. Uh, if you don't like the taste, because it's it's strong, it's strong. Uh, I also get questions on the Invive regarding how long does it last. There is no silver on the market that will last longer. Twenty-five year minimum shelf life. Okay, there's no other silver that that's that's that stable because the guy that developed it, who was a doctor, basically said God showed him how to stabilize it, and he was given what they call the proper molar ratios in order to do it, and that's why they've never had a bottle go bad, and the company's been around since 1993. Okay, so we're we're approaching what the twenty eight years, and they've never. The only way to make Invive Silver go bad, from what I've heard, is taking it out of the bottle and exposing it to direct sunlight. Now, I wouldn't leave it on your dashboard either, even though the bottle's amber. I wouldn't do that either, but I mean, it's pretty much resistant to heat, to cold. It's the shelf life. We've never seen a bottle go bad. 
Uh, it, it, there's no other silver that can even come close to that. I had silver. I remember when I switched over to Invive and I stopped using the other one, the one from Utopia Silver that was like 20 parts per million. I remember in one year it was all at the bottom of the of the thing because it had already fallen out of solution. And if you ever have a silver like that, you can't just shake it up again. It's it's no good anymore if you see the silver on the bottom of the of the thing. Um, and then I, I give you the the um, part about the pine needle tea that we covered recently regarding COVID shedding. Now I don't think that's not the main thing I would rely on personally, but it is a very it could be a very, very economical alternative where you're getting some vitamin C and you're getting some of this ischemic acid that helps to um, ward off the viral protein spike shedding. I'm not going that route because I feel pretty good about what I'm doing already, but I'm not against it either. So I give you all how to make it and where to buy it from and all that other stuff, okay? All right, let's go further. Doctor testimony, more COVID jab reactions than COVID cases in the ER. Okay, see, why is it this front page news? This is just one more expert testimony in the Texas Senate hearings on vaccine mandates. Uh, but it lines up with many other testimonies and reports with the explosive situation revealed by VAERS and other official stats. So it's gonna so it's hard to believe that this is only happening in Texas. And if it does, rest assured this is going to make be the norm soon, whether officially reported or not. You don't need medical knowledge anymore to tell that. We have had enough data to be able to anticipate the trends using basic math now, as I've shown before, and I've only been proven right since. So I'm going to go ahead and let's see how long this video is. Okay, so this is more vaccine complications than COVID cases lately in my ER shifts. This is a medical doctor before the Texas Senate Committee of State Affairs. Working in the ER, I'm now seeing more people come in who are having complications from the COVID shot. Um, they're short of breath uh, for two weeks after they received the shot two weeks before. Uh, they're having temporary neurologic episodes where their legs don't work and they fall flat on their face. There you go. Um, they're having dizziness, shortness of breath, and lightheadedness. And but remember, it's safe and effective. Feel like they're going to pass out. And so I'm seeing more, at this point, more complications from the shot in Lubbock, a college town. 18-year-olds coming in uh, in excellent health before the shot coming in four days later with four days of symptoms or a gentleman who's short of breath for two weeks or the lady who falls flat on her face. And so it's, I am seeing- So he's seeing more problems from the shot than those that are just coming in supposedly with COVID, which could be, you know, influenza A or B, pneumonia, whatever, common cold, because it's all being lumped into those stats. Complications afterwards, uh, that's being reported, but, uh, um, I, in this last shift, I had no COVID patients come in in 48 hours. So we're in a different state now. Now, that may change as the viral shedding becomes more of an issue and non-vaccinated are being infected and then checking positive for COVID. Now, most of the time, the vaccinated already do check positive for COVID once they get the vaccine. Okay, so that's like a double whammy. You got, they're vaccinated and they got COVID, but they're also shedding the protein, spike protein. So... I just kind of want to throw that in. And I would mention that um, I have given advice to the state before. Uh, Governor Rick Perry asked me to give advice on the Texas Health Disparities Task Force so no Texans would be left behind on quality care. And as a result of the seven years of service, the commissioner of Texas HHS uh, gave me the Meritorious Service Award uh, for my contributions. 
So, I mean, he's like, you know, he's got, he's got the goods, in other words. All right, let's go to the next report. Uh, well, then just some things uh, regarding this. Click here to watch almost one hour of damning expert testimonies from the same hearing. So you want to see more of the Texas Senate hearings? There's a link to go. One hour of expert testimonies. Then also see how many thousands of VAERS reports is the CDC sitting on to sell more vaccines. I'm not going to be able to get to that this week, but probably, hopefully by next week, I'll be able to report on that because there's all this cooking the books and fudging the numbers, you know, and what I'm reporting on you is horrific enough, but it's so much worse than I'm even reporting to you. Next report. Mainstream doctors are refusing to see or treat vaccinated damaged patients because they are cowards and don't want to get involved in controversial diagnoses. So just as we warned would happen, people injured by the COVID kill shots are now on their own. Many more people than is being reported are suffering serious adverse events from the COVID-19 kill shots. And some of them, including a trio of healthcare workers, are bravely coming forward to tell their stories and warn others. I, we've talked about this a little bit, but in a recent episode of The High Wire of Del Bigtree, Sean Skelton, CNA, Angela Dazelle, and Christy Simmons, uh, who is an RN and an, and an NP, uh, revealed how they now suffer from tremors, seizures, headaches, and other strange health abnormalities ever since getting injected with the kill shot. And because these injuries were all caused by vac these COVID vaccines, their doctors are now refusing to help them because doing so would be too controversial. What, what devils is all I can say. What spineless devils. It's fine for them to pressure you and to get in the kill shot. But when... You either die or have some horrific side effect. They don't want nothing to do with you. All I can say, doctors, is hell awaits. White hot hellfire awaits. You see the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, which does nothing about that at all. Uh, Anthony Fauci and even Donald Trump all say the Wuhan flu shots are safe and effective. Yeah, Donald Trump hasn't backpedaled it on this. He says, you need to be thanking me for the beautiful shot I gave you. And giving me credit for it, because Creepy Joe wouldn't have given it to you near as quick as I would have. He's doubled and tripled down on that, devil. Um, and then even though tens of thousands are dying and becoming permanently injured from them. Because of this, physicians are too afraid in many cases to help their vaccine-injured patients for fear of getting canceled by the medical establishment. Again, a coward dies a thousand deaths before he dies. That's what I say to them. In some cases, doctors are even going so far as to blame the vaccine injured as they cause themselves to become sick. Yeah, they're basically saying it's all in your head, like they did to those three ladies. <laughs> it's, it's all in their head. Okay. They're calling this a conversion diagnosis, uh, disorder diagnosis. How convenient, some weird nebulous term like that. Because they do not know what else calling it without being dubbed a conspiracy theorist. Because they operate in the fear of men. Not the fear of God. The fear of men, the Bible says, bringeth a snare. And causes you to be a little sniveling devil coward. Most of the time. If you let it operate out in your life. That's the logical conclusion. And I would lump all these doctors doing this into that classification. 
You don't know what I've got to lose. Oh, they've only lost their lives. The people you gave the kill shot to. And now tons of them are crippled. Or they're going to live a very, very short life. And they're spreading this garbage to other people. At least to a certain extent with the spike proteins. But see, you don't have any blame, doctor, right? You were just doing your job, doing your duty. Maybe you should have looked into this kill shot a little bit more before you started pushing it on your patients who trusted you. On January 4th, I was pressured by my employer to get the vaccine, Skelton revealed, explaining that she complied only to immediately suffer adverse effects. Immediately, okay? On January 5th, I had mild flu-like symptoms, but by the end of the day, my legs hurt so badly, my body hurt so badly, I couldn't stand. The next day, I woke up, my tongue was spazzing, and it just went on there for, for me. The next day, becoming full-body convulsions, and it stayed like that for 13 days. Nothing to see here, just keep moving. No big deal. Skelton's video plea for help went viral and was one of the first to do so before other nurses and injured patients started to come forward with similar stories. Watch the link below. But still, there's no there's no MDs that want to help them. I don't know what you would do, honestly. I really don't. Because of the concoction of what is in the kill shots, I'm not 100% sure either. But you're the one that administered it, Doc. But yet now you want to just, you know, vacate any responsibility for, for the horrific damage you've done. Now I understand then you could go back and blame the vaccine. Yeah, they're all culpable. They're all, they're all the blame. The whole chain of command is to blame, as far as I'm concerned. Dizelle and Simmons both had similar experiences of not only full-body convulsions and tremors, but also being refused treatment by their doctors to add insult to injury. One doctor told me that it's a diagnosis of, I don't know what's wrong with you. This is what the doctor said. I don't know what's wrong with you, so we're going to blame you. End of quote. How you like them apples? Well, I don't know what's wrong with you, but I'm going to blame you. What are we, like five years old? What kind of logic is that? This is what Skelton explained about her experience from this wonderful doctor. The doctors just don't know how to treat a vaccine adverse reaction from the messenger RNA. No, they probably don't. I wouldn't either. Because you're, you're in whole new territories here. Killed all the animals in all the studies before this. Never been done. Human trials never been done successfully. So we're kind of in uncharted waters. Yeah, I agree. Still doesn't mean you're not responsible, Doc. Or at least a large portion of it. And I feel like they're too scared. I don't have any other ex explanation as to why no doctor will help us. Well, they're cowards. Okay? They're spineless cowards. I'm sorry, I'm just not going to cut them any slack. I'm not. They should have done their homework. You know, they, 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 <laughs> but they didn't. Dizelle says she actually had a neurologist she had never even met deny her referral through email, claiming that his office was, claiming that his office was very complex and simply could not help her at that time. Oh, bravo, doctor. Dizelle repeatedly tried to find someone who would help her, but has been unsuccessful. Yeah, you're on your own. You take that kill shot. You know? Nobody wants to touch the Wuhan Corona virus vaccination genocide with a 10-foot pole. Not in the medical system. Well, I don't know. But again, I, I truly don't know. Other than God's intervention and in neutralizing 
all of the wickedness in that shot, I don't know what to do. I can, like I said, I covered before about the prion aspect of the shot with silver being able to help that if you do it ongoing, which is not really practical for most, but that's just one aspect of the kill shot. I don't know what to do about the nanotech. I don't know what to do about how your DNA is being overwritten. I don't know what to do about the aborted baby position uh, portion of it. And then there's all these other chemicals in it, like that one we talked about last week. This is not fit for animal or human consumption that you shouldn't even get on your skin. This was it C21 or something? I don't know. It was in the last study. It was in the last PDF. There's so many things in there that we're not even reporting on. Next report, nurse, 100% of COVID patients in hospital are people who got the COVID vaccine shots. Only 100%. That's because the shot's so safe and effective. The video below from a hospital nurse reveals that 100% of the people in the hospital for COVID illness are people who got both vaccine shots. And we're just seeing the start of this. Remember what they said about the third wave? They're predicting 60 to 70% of the third wave uh, deaths will be from those that got both shots. Boy, those shots work great, man. Isn't that what you, why you get them so that you'll die when it rears its ugly head? Because your own immune system will attack itself and is so devastated and messed up? Yeah, sounds good to me. So it seems from this that either, one, the so-called vaccine does not protect from COVID, or two, the vaccine is making people sick with COVID-like symptoms. Either way, folks who have not taken the jab should give this very serious thought to not getting it. In the future, it seems from this video, the shots do not work. Okay, so I'm gonna let this nurse speak. This, I talked to somebody recently who works on the COVID floor and- um... So it says Bill Mayer is vaccinated and he tested positive for COVID. She's pointing to this thing. So let me just back it up a hair and then play it over this i talked to somebody recently who works on the covid floor and um every single patient who's been hospitalized with covid on the covid floor in the last two months have been people who have had both their shots do you think that's interesting can i you want me to repeat that 100 this should be front page news every single paper across the globe ban the shots immediately they're causing the outbreaks they're causing the spike pro they're they're evil they're straight from the pit of hell but no 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 it's the exact opposite narrative Ten of the people on the covid floor have had both vaccinations for the covid shot there has been nobody admitted to the covid floor in the last couple months that was unvaccinated <laughs> they've all been vaccinated and that wonderful interesting before somebody says this, yes, that was in one place. That's my experience. Now, I, that being said, I don't think that's an isolated incident, although it would be interesting to have this conversation in the comments. For those of you that can share, if you work in a hospital, how many of these COVID patients actually have been vaccinated versus unvaccinated? It's an interesting case study. That's what the feedback I'm getting, what I'm seeing online, what I'm hearing from patient or listeners, that's, that's pretty much in line with what I'm hearing as well. Okay. Again, the biggest, you know, 800 pound gorilla in the room regarding the COVID thing. Yeah, nobody wants to talk about it. No, 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 it doesn't fit the narrative. How are we going to get everybody to take the kill shot? If, if they know that's what's causing it. Uh, this is a listener from Romania. More horrific COVID kill shot feedback. 
she says it's good news for conspiracy theorists that say vaccines are bad because it confirms they are right. I told you that my boss vaccinated her daughter as much as possible while she was growing up. Okay, this isn't just COVID. This is just she vaccinated her with everything they told her to do growing up, her boss. So after vaccinating her in childhood, as was required by our country's vaccine, vaccine schedule, as a teenager, she vaccinated her every year for flu as well. At the age of 20, she vaccinated her with three doses of, with her third dose of Gardasil. I didn't know they did it over and over. The Gardasil is the one to supposedly prevent cervical cancer. And they give it to boys too because, you know, boys have cervixes, you know. And it supposedly prevents HPV, human papillomavirus, okay, which it actually causes, okay. And now, of course, the two doses of the COVID vaccine she got as well, well. Before the pandemic, I heard her telling her mother on the phone that she has genital warts. Well, hold on. That's what HPV is. It's genital warts, okay? And that can lead to cervical cancer. And that's supposedly what the Gardasil shot's for. But no, it causes it. And it actually causes cancer and cervical cancer. And that's why they're giving it. And it also creates total infertility in girls that get it, okay? And that's why they want to give it to the teenage girls and the boys too, even though there's absolutely zero logic in that because they don't have a cervix. Anyway, I correlated this with Gardasil. Today, I heard her telling her mother that she doesn't have menstrual cycles anymore either. I immediately knew that it's because of the vaccine she's had until now. She's only 21 years old. This poor thing's basically his life is over, okay? Now it's me talking, okay? I think my boss will never have grandchildren. Yeah, think of how many parents are pressuring their kids to get the kill shot, and there's like almost a 0% risk of anybody below the age of 20, even if you believe they're lying statistics of dying from COVID. Now, I understand it's a different ballgame with the vaccine shedding. That's going to be a whole other thing, but up until now, it has been. And how many parents that pressured their kids to get vaccinated are never, ever going to have grandkids as a result of their satanic pressure? Because they didn't look into this. They weren't like good Bereans searching these things out to see if they were so. They weren't like the men of Issachar, the Bible talks about, that were understanding of the times they were living in. And in other words, they knew how to react and respond to things. They weren't seeking God's divine guidance. They weren't praying and fasting for discernment and wisdom and understanding and knowledge and the fear of the Lord, which is connected to all those things. They weren't doing any of that. Therefore, they're just going to be destroyed for lack of knowledge. They're going to be ignorant of Satan's devices. So he's got advantage of them. That's the long and the short of it. She's only 21 years old, and I think my boss will never have grandchildren. The saddest thing is she is blinded by the devil and will never admit any connection between all the vaccines she had and her condition now. How pitiful. That's why I mean I, I'm not I'm not gonna condemn the daughter. She was just doing what her mom told her to do. She didn't know. Was it you know it's the mom's position to do that, you know? And I understand. I've got I've got listeners that have had their kid they, you weren't educated at that point, okay? Now you are. Just saying when you see the light, you gotta try to or, or, or if if you're gonna like inject things into your children or give them over to the medical system, you need to check out. What's being done to them? Next report. This is also that Texas Senate hearing. COVID-19 vaccines did have animal trials, but all were halted because they all kept dying. Did you know that? This is just being revealed now. But nothing was said about it until now. 
They didn't want you to know all the animals died in the COVID trials. They wanted to do it under emergency use so they could railroad all the stuff down our throats and speed up the human trials and then cover up and fudge the results on those because those were horrific too. Texas State Senator on COVID vaccines, the American people are now the guinea pigs. Texas State Senator Bob Hall, Republican, is under fire from the establishment media outlets for daring to question the safety of the hastily made COVID-19 kill shots during a Texas Senate committee hearing earlier this month, discussing an amendment put forward by Hall that would prevent public and private entities from requiring employees to receive the COVID kill shot. The state senator exposed the experimental aspect of the inoculation rollout. He said, quote, the mere fact that a person has not received a specific vaccine does not make them a threat to others, to others' health and safety. That's what they're trying to say. The unvaccinated are a threat to the non-vaccinated? No, they're the only ones that aren't a threat. You got it all reversed. But see, Satan always attempts to, you know, call good evil and evil good and reverse everything whenever he can. So I'm going to play this video so you can hear some of this. Um, so I'm going to uh, play that now. Okay, so this is Senate, Senate Committee on State Affairs in Texas, Dr. Angelina Farella. Now, pretty sure she's like really pro-vax, but I'm going to let her speak uh, regarding the subject because even though she's pro-vax, <laughs> she's, uh, uh, she's seeing big, big, big problems here. Senator Birdwell is present. Senator Lucio is present. Thank you. And, and Senator Campbell's back. As I mentioned, for those just joining us, there are multiple meetings going on. And many members of this committee chair other committees and on other committees and two or three at the same time. So they're in and out. Staff members are here. Staff members are watching. This is all being taken down and, and listened to. So thank you all for being here. Doctor, welcome. Introduce yourself and give thank us you. your testimony. Thanks for having me this morning. My name is Dr. Angelina Farella, and I am a pediatrician in Webster, Texas, independent solo physician. Um, I have come here today really to uh, protect our children of Texas. This is a very scary situation that we're in right now. Um, I just want to kind of touch on a few things, some history. Um, never in history before have we given medications that were not FDA approved to people that were not initially studied in the trial. Um, there were no trial patients that were under the age of 18. There were no trial patients that were previously exposed or had COVID. These are two very important points with this. The other um, issue is safety. I'm kind of a safety freak. I'm a pediatrician. I've been a pediatrician for over 25 years. I find myself a vaccine expert. Now she's So she's a pediatrician that's pro-vaccine, okay? And she's testifying because it's such a gigantic problem. So it's pretty bad when you've got people like this coming forward. I've given tens of thousands of vaccines in my office. I am not an anti-vaxxer. I'm a very pro-vaxxer. So only God knows how many da much damage she's done with those vaccines. But this is such next level that she's even having to come forward and, and make this testimony. Actually, except when it comes to this COVID vaccine, if we can call it that. The, um, one of the big issues is the safety profile. Um, the safety and the adverse offense um, recommendations through the ACIP, which is the Advisory Committee of Immunization Practices, they have made some recommendations in regards to the COVID-19 vaccine. Um, one of the things that is extremely troubling, and it's on their ACIP guideline for the Pfizer vaccine in particular, that recommendations about safety and adverse events will come out 
after authorization. After authorization. This is a very scary issue. We find out data on safety before we subject our patient population to this. We are currently allowing children 16, 17 years old to get this vaccine and they were never studied in this, in this trial. On top of that, these kiddos, um, they're extrapolating the data from adults down to children and adolescents. This is not acceptable. Children are not little adults. Not acceptable at all. Um, children have a 99.997% survivability right. from the COVID. Right. 99.997%. Let me repeat that for you all to understand. And there's evidence that these children are actually a buffer. Yeah, they've got to get vaccinated now and they've got to wear the mask and they've got to social distance. It's all about implementing the satanic agenda, depopulation and control. What that means is that these children actually, for some reason, do not spread the disease. Children are not super spreaders. So what we're doing to our kids right now is actually criminal. We are, we are isolating them. We are putting them in masks, which is also clinically dangerous. We are also telling them that, psychologically telling them that if they bring COVID home, they're going to kill grandma, granddad, aunt, uncle, mom, and dad. Of course. That is a horrible, horrible situation to put on our kids. Let me go back to the rotavirus vaccine of 1999. I've been in practice long enough that I actually was giving rotavirus back in 1999. And um, it was pulled off the market then because of 15 cases of intussusception. Intussusception is where the gut telescopes on itself. Intussusception is not necessarily life-threatening. It sometimes self-reduces, um, but the rotavirus vaccine was actually pulled immediately and we stopped giving it to our kids and what has happened so in comparison the rotavirus vaccine when she said she was giving it there in the late 90s 15 cases of, of interception or interception or whatever she, however she worded it it wasn't even life-threatening it wasn't like it was 15 deaths it was just 15 cases of something that was non-threatening and they totally stopped administering the vaccine because of that 15 cases and yet we've got i'm sure what they're willing probably have updated stats way over 5,000 deaths right now in america from the kill shot deaths not just something that's non-threatening and then we've got what 200,000 adverse event reactions over that which would be more into what she was saying, where there was 15 of them, and they stopped the vaccine in comparison. So you could wrap your head around this incredibly satanic double standard that's being implemented with this kill shot. Like I said, all the satanic gloves are off, man. It's, it's right out in the open. With this particular um, vaccine is appalling to me. We have in excess of 4,000 deaths, and this thing has not been pulled yet. This is absolutely unacceptable. Okay, so now I'm going to jump ahead a little bit there to um, another line of questioning, and we're going to play about another minute and 45 seconds of this here. Thank you, Sister. Any other questions for the witness, Sister Hall? 
Oh, no, okay, so they're going to question her now. A lot of these guys in the Texas State Senate are going to question her. With your experience, you're talking about going back to 1999 or maybe before, has there been another vaccine that had the high incidence of, uh, of serious uh, uh, hospitalizations and deaths that uh, this vaccine is, is now showing? Not, not to this extent, absolutely not. Not even, this one, not even, not even close. close. Not even close. Any other vaccine would have been pulled from the market. Absolutely. It would have been pulled probably within the first few. Yep. Just right. as we've seen in the past. What was it? it? And have you seen any other vaccine that was put I out? mean, at this point, anybody that, that has had any, suffered any kind of shame, any of my listeners that have suffered any kind of shame from anyone, whether it's your family, whether it's your MDs, whether it's your employer, you are totally vindicated. 100% lock, stock, and barrel, stem to stern. You're totally vindicated. And, you know, you could point them to this if you wanted to. I mean, it's just, it's not even close. The burden of proof lies upon the people that are browbeating you or trying to pressure you to get the kill shot or do whatever else they say to prove that this is safe and effective and it cannot be done because the overwhelming amount of evidence shows this shot is absolutely beyond horrific in every way, shape, and form. Out for the public that skipped the animal test? Never before, skipped. especially for children. And, and as I've, what I've read. Okay, so now let's listen to this. He said that skip the animal test, but then he goes on to say something else. They actually started the animal test, and because the animals were dying, they stopped the test. So she said correct. She said it very understated. But he said from what I read, maybe because he's on the Texas State Senate, he's got privy to stuff we don't have. They started the animal tests for COVID-19, which they should have, but they all died. Yeah, that's exactly what happened when Moderna tried. Remember, Moderna, the last part of Moderna's messenger RNA. When Moderna tried to actually use their messenger RNA test on the animal studies, in every single animal study, all the animals died. All the ferrets died in the one study and this and that. So that was why it was never brought successfully to a human trial because they couldn't even get past the animal trials with all the animals dead. But see, this one, same thing happened. They just swept it under the rug when all the animals died and they just went right to the human trials and they whitewash that and fudge those numbers as well so that's how dangerous this thing is this bioweapon folks i think that's important to understand there that that what we're talking about is the american people are now the guinea pigs this is the test program that's going on they they didn't do the human testing and they stopped the animal test because the animals were dying and then they turned it out for the public <laughs> And we are now looking at businesses that want to mandate that this experimental vaccine be given to people as a condition of their employment. That's satanic. And yet we have this death count that continues to rise and be totally ignored out there. So do you agree with what I was saying? Absolutely. Dr. Okay. So she agreed with everything. This pediatrician that's given thousands of vaccine doses agree with everything he just said. <laughs> so.
there you have it. Now I'm way, way over on time. I just realized that. I'm going to have to stop here. Um, I actually have the text of this below if you want to copy and paste it. Uh, the What you just heard, that last part, I got the text here in the, in the PDF for this date. So I'm going to go, I'm going to start uh, part three next. God bless you. See you in part three.